Loading profile. Age, 20-something. System processing. Tales of a 20-something podcast now activated. Hello, Ryan Seacrest, is that you? I love that. (laughs) (laughs) I always say there's no such thing as a perfect intro. I'm going to use that. (laughs) I'm so glad. I'm honored. My name is Sammy. I'm 22 years old. I work in media and advertising, and I'm gay. For this episode, I want to focus all about being yourself, because I feel that in this day and age, it's so easy to lose who you are with all of the social media that's going on and everything just being posted for the public. How important is it to be yourself? Extremely. I feel like along with what you were saying, social media creates this bubble for a lot of people to fit a certain aesthetic and personality depending on where they live or what field they work in. And in general, people try to create a life that isn't always perfect on social media. They try to show it as perfect why do you think but why do you think that people choose otherwise choose not to show who they really are I don't think it's possibly not people showing who they are it's just you don't want to always post the bad things going on in your life no one really shows off oh I had a bad day today some people do I shouldn't say no one Um, but a lot of people use social media to highlight the good I went on this great vacation. I want to post eight pictures of me being on this great vacation. Am I going to post a picture of me failing a test? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, but not every time. Literally, you and I talk all the time. Yesterday, we were talking about LinkedIn because you're right. That is a thing. People don't necessarily post the bad, but I also think that gives a sense of false reality. And when you're using a platform for LinkedIn per se, you only see people posting their accomplishments. And it is so easy for another person looking at that to feel as though they're not doing enough. It's so easy to hear from somebody who's older than us to hear from somebody within the 20 age, you know, 20 to 30 age gap that it's important to hear about those failures. Sharing your hardships is definitely more on the personal level and it takes a lot for someone to share what hardships they are going through. But I agree with you on LinkedIn recently and other social media platforms in general. People have been more open to life sucks sometimes, just as a motto in general with our current situation of the world. You know, people sharing that life is hard, but it gets better is very reassuring. Did you ever feel like you had to hide who you are because you wanted to fit in, whether it was in high school or maybe even now? Part of both in my life, definitely. In high school, I grew up in the suburbs, just for context. And there weren't really a lot of people that were openly out in the LGBT plus community, or if there were, I didn't know them personally. And I didn't come out until probably my junior year of high school. And I did share it on social media because I didn't walk around my school just walking up to people and telling them, oh, by the way, I'm gay now. It was easier to share that on a screen and assume people would know by that. And 
of course I told closer friends and family in person because those were people I felt comfortable telling, but I also didn't want it to be a surprise if I wanted a girlfriend or just so people knew. So I definitely wasn't my full self and I may still not be in certain extents. You never stop coming out. That's just a thing because not everyone knows your story. So aside from being gay, it was still just growing in high school and still growing now. My high school didn't offer classes or extracurriculars directly related to communications, except for maybe one class. So my eyes and horizons didn't broaden until college in finding a field. I was like, oh, I can work in that. I can do that. Did you know someone else who felt like they couldn't be themselves, whether it's because they wanted to join Greek life or impress somebody or they just wanted to feel validated? Probably. I'm sure that crosses everyone's path at some point. It crosses mine like twice a day. You know, am I ready to anything? Just get out of bed. That's a lot of work some days. A lot of people may feel different ways about different things and what they're ready for and taking on certain actions in their life. Being in your 20s is scary. Every day is scary. (laughs) I'm finding personally, and I'm sure that there are plenty of people who feel this way, is they seem to struggle with finding a level of confidence to be able to just put themselves out there. I surrounded myself with friends who were just so confident in their own skin. They just felt like they could do anything. And I always wish that I could do that as well. But for whatever reason, something just held me back. And I'm pretty sure it's probably because I am afraid of failure or afraid of rejection, which the mass majority of people in the world feel the same. I agree. And like you said, there are some, sometimes you just have to coach yourself to get up out of the bed in the morning or stare yourself in the mirror and say that, you know, you can do this. Were there any pieces of advice that you were given that really helped you get up every day and say, you know what, I can do this. I'm going to be better than I was yesterday and we're going to kick some ass. I consider myself as someone who thinks long term. So starting college, for example, I didn't know what I wanted to do per se, but I knew I didn't want to spend four years in college, mainly because I had friends that were in college for a year already, and I had already taken college classes just for the experience in high school. But part of me just wanted to think long term and doing that in general and working ahead and just thinking about the next step may not be for everybody, but is what worked for me. It helped me realize, okay, if I think about what I can do to get five steps ahead, it makes my life easier then. It makes my life stressful kind of now, but is it worth it? And that's a battle I feel like a lot of people have too. Just, is this stress worth it? Is taking an overload of credits worth it? Is working two part-time jobs worth it? And that's something a lot of people from teens to 20s to any age, I'm sure, conflict with. And it does vary on your personality, but that's what I found worked for me for just thinking about trying to make my life more cohesive and better for the future. You graduated in December of 2019. So you're literally fresh out of the womb in terms of getting your foot in the door and being in the real, real adult world. No Uh, more, no more security blanket. 
I'm still in my parents' house. I still visit them. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but do you remember when you first stepped onto the college campus and you were surrounded by all these people and you're thinking, what next? Like, what do you do now? And I feel like a lot of kids who either peaked in high school or want to continue to be the best that they can be, they feel like they're starting over and that they don't know what to do. What would be a good way to just start? As someone who didn't really get involved in a lot of things in high school, I took it as a last opportunity to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And a lot of people view college that way. But in high school, I wasn't involved in clubs. I wasn't involved in activities. I worked a part-time job and hung out with friends. And in college, I was like, okay, what do I like to do? And how can I enjoy my life? Because I have like three years before I decide what suit and tie I want to wear for a living. A lot of my friends happened to go to Temple that I was friends with in high school. So that did help me a bit. Even though none of them were involved in the same major or clubs I was involved in, I took it as, well, if I try a club and I don't like it and I don't make friends, I still have a security blanket of not being alone. But come to find out, trying different clubs, I think I was in a different club every year, if not the same one for multiple years. I've made more friends and acquaintances and people I can just smile at from across the hall and have a good five minute conversation with than I have in 12 years of being in the same school district as people. (laughs) Do you think that people might be afraid to be themselves in how they act or even how they dress because they want to avoid any form of bad reaction? It's possible. Some people are bolder and execute more confidence than others, like we were talking about earlier. But there are plenty of times that I've worn an outfit and have thought, well, I hope no one sees me in this. (laughs) I think it's up to your confidence level. And I think it's up to your comfortability with yourself. Um, There are times that I'm not comfortable with sharing certain things in the public eye. And that is fully my own choice because social media is, no one's forced to do social media. So you put out what you want to put out. Not everyone needs to see the avocado toast everyone makes every day, just a heads up. But if you want to share that, you share that. And some people are proud of sharing what they do, what they wear, how they eat every day. That is great. And I respect people that do that. Am I one of them? No. (laughs) (laughs) What would you say to someone who's having trouble with being themselves? It gets better is the best advice I can give. Because you're growing up your entire life. You're growing old, you're growing smarter, and you're facing new situations every single day. I had no idea that at 22 years old, after graduating college, I would have a full-time job, but also be working out of my parents' bedroom because there is an epidemic going on. There is no predicting of your future. As much as you'd like to plan things out, things change every single day. And as scary as that sounds, I feel like we all become more accepting of that at some point. And maybe not all of us. I do take that back. Some of us get more accepting of that at some point. Expecting a positive outlook is the best advice I can give. I think people always have that in the back of their mind. And sometimes it overpowers them and can make them afraid of their own shadow, so to speak. But Mm -hmm. 
you're right. Nothing is a guarantee and adaptability is the biggest thing that I think you and I have learned being in a communications role because you just have to roll with the punches. If you're on set and the camera is rolling and I don't know, you have a dress mount function or the green screen breaks, whatever happens, you just kind of have to go with it. So you just, just to give to- some just to give some context here, I don't think I've ever had a day of set work or life that has gone exactly as I would hope or have planned it to be because it's life. (laughs) You can't predict it. You cannot change it. And you can't control other people either. And I think that's something a lot of us are also afraid of. We never know how someone else is going to respond, reciprocate. And you just have to roll with the punches, like you were saying. I was trying to think about another way to discuss social media because there has to be a way to positively navigate through social media without getting pulled under from the negativity or shunned because we don't share enough because it's almost as if you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't right and I think that's something that generations on generations have to work on unfortunately someone shares something creative they did and if they do it too much it's considered bragging And then if you don't have any social media to just not use or you don't want it, people are like, oh, you didn't see that TikTok? You didn't see that viral tweet? So there needs to be a middle ground for creativity and uplifting. But how will that happen? We still don't know. There are so many people that who they really don't know what they want. And I would think that it's okay if you don't know what you want. Oh, 100%. I I agree, totally. I don't think there's a day that I wake up and I know exactly what I want to do every day. I have never related to Phineas and Ferb in that aspect of waking up and knowing what roller coaster I want to build and whatever they choose to do with their lives. I think your 20s are a time to not even figure out exactly what you want to do, but just experiment and figure out what you like. And if you don't like it, and if you're not good at it, don't harp on yourself for it. Because you have still so many years to figure out what you're good at, what you like to do. And you shouldn't define yourself to, this is who I am. This is my major. This is where I work. And this is who I am. There has to be more than that for us as people because otherwise, we're normal Spongebob. (laughs) And we need to try and figure out who we are as people and get out of the bubble of perfection, stigmas, social media. My life is perfect. We're people. We have to live. Another big thing that I want to touch base on is dating. People always feel like they can't live the life that they want to live if they don't have somebody right by their side. And especially in their 20s, they feel as though they have to find true love at the bright-eyed age of like 23. And it doesn't always happen like that. Right. When it comes to dating, I feel like you have to put yourself first in life in general, but just for a relationship. And when it comes to navigating your 20s, it's a hard time. Not even just in college where you're seeing the same people day in and day out and you 
see different people every day at parties and stuff like that. But once you graduate, you have a job and you need to make sure you're putting yourself first mentally and just making sure you're ready for your future. So while some people may feel like they need a significant other in their life in order to feel like, oh no, I'm not going to get married by 26 and have a baby and the perfect life before I'm 30, that's okay. And it's okay if you choose the other route too, because everyone's life is different. As someone who has not experienced a successful long-term relationship going out of high school, college, and has been at their job for four or five months by now, I can tell you it's okay to not find that because I'm perfectly happy worrying about myself and caring about my family and my friends. And not to say people who start families early aren't that way. I just don't see myself as someone who needs a relationship to be happy. And I think most people shouldn't view a relationship that way. They should view it as a surplus in their life. And just like, I like my life separately, but this person just adds to my life and making it better is what a relationship should be in my eyes. But also I'm single, so... I don't know if you're going to link my phone number in the description of this, but (laughs) (laughs) if that says anything. Well, no, you're absolutely right. I'm not going to link your phone number, but (laughs) you also, you also shouldn't, I don't believe in living for a relationship. And I think that for somebody in their twenties who might be struggling with themselves personally, whether that is still finding themselves or, just trying to get a better grasp on who they are. Maybe a relationship isn't right right now. But if the if the right person comes along, who's to say that they can't help you be a better version of yourself? That's the whole point. They should enhance who you are, but not take anything away. It is also important to realize when you're ready. That and mm-hmm. also if you feel as though you're losing your independence. Right. That's a big thing. I think that it's a red flag for yourself if you find yourself being way too dependent on somebody else. 100%. I find that people need to look at how they want to find a significant other or how they want a relationship with a significant other is how they should also portray their relationship with social media. It should be something fun, but it shouldn't be something that can tear you down. It shouldn't be something that makes you worry every day. And it's hard, but it's something that people can work past depending on their relationship with it. And if someone posts their avocado toast every day and that makes them happy, great. (laughs) (laughs) So we should embrace social media, be smart about social media, and also just be yourself and haters gonna hate. Haters gonna hate. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Tales of a 20-something Podcast. Follow me at Victoria's Secret for special updates and more. For more episodes, check out Tales of a 20-something on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and Radio Republic. Tune in next Thursday for another awesome guest on the podcast that is helping you rule the world one tale at a time.